0: Live well, bank well at Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union. At Affinity Plus, the approach to banking is different because they focus on people, not profit. They serve members with care, excellence, and integrity, built on a solid foundation since 1930. The Affinity Plus not-for-profit cooperative structure allows members to receive maximum benefits while experiencing outstanding service. By and large, members of Affinity Plus love this credit union, and Affinity Plus loves the communities they serve and they are a strong community partner working very hard every day to support the people, businesses, and relationships that exist in their communities. Visit Affinity Plus at the Brainerd Lakes branch in Baxter to learn more or just have a chat and some free coffee. Affinity Plus is federally insured by NCUA.
1: Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas along with Tess Taylor. Our guest today is Kelsey Stoltz. Kelsey is the Community Health Specialist with Crowing Energized. Kelsey, welcome back to Community Focused.
2: Thanks for having me again.
1: Yeah, um, looks like uh, you are staying busy with uh, things happening at Crowing Energized.
2: Yeah, it's been kind of interesting to see our work shift a little bit and then the things that we've continued to do. And, um, you know, very thankful that I still am able to do the work that I love in our community.
1: Yeah, now just uh, for our listeners that might not be familiar with Crowing Energized, give us that, uh, if you will, synopsis.
2: I'll do the elevator speech. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> Crow Wing Energizes is a grassroots movement with Crow Wing County and Essential Health in partnership with Minnesota Department of Health, statewide health improvement partnership. So we really do a lot of things that deal with our overall health and wellness. Um, I've been really proud of the work we've done recently around mental health. And I'll put out a little teaser that there's going to be some exciting news about um some potential expansion on the work that Crowing Energized has done around mental health, to include uh, work for our first responders. So, really? I, I won't say much more than that. But okay, I, yeah, I and I, I, what I really love about what Growing Energized has been able to do is, you know, we really do that comprehensive look of physical health with mental health, and they both are so important together mm-hmm. that it just makes sense why we're talking about both at the same time.
1: I just uh, listened to a podcast about that very sing- same thing the other day and just talking about brain health mm-hmm. is so connected to overall health and it was a focus on some of the mental illnesses that uh, that so many people have.
2: Yep. Well, I mean, we talk about, you know, the importance of physical activity and eating well, but if you are struggling with sleeping well or if you're struggling with anxiety or depression, Sometimes those things that are good for your physical health are so strenuous that you can't even get out of bed to do. So we need to be able to look at both and understand that both of those impact each other. Your physical health impacts your mental health. Your mental health impacts your physical health. And, you know, try to look at ways that um, we can do things that help both, you know. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: All right. Well, that's something that's coming up. Uh, What's going on now?
2: Sure. So on Monday, we're having another one of our produce pop-ups. So this is in partnership with Second Harvest Food Bank out of Grand Rapids. So we've been able to do that for the past, I think we're on our 10th month of doing that, and we've given out, I think we're up to 12,000 or 13,000 pounds of food.
1: Wow.
2: Um, Yeah, it's been super uh, humbling and also just great, uh, the partnerships that we've been able to have. We started out at Ascension outside, and then when the month got a little colder, Westgate Mall was a great partner and let us use their facility, so we had an indoor space. And then, just with everything going on with the the pandemic, we moved to CLC last month, and it was I think we had three hundred or three hundred clients who came. We loaded up their car with fresh produce, fresh food from um, local Minnesota growers. And it's all free. The only stipulation is if you need food, you're welcome to come.
0: Wow, that's awesome. you have another one coming up, you said?
2: Yeah, Monday. We, do. we have one on Monday.
0: And where is that one going to be? Central Lakes so College. Still at Central yep. Lakes College? Okay.
2: Yeah. It is. So all that we ask is that you get on Mississippi Parkway. Another great partnership, the city has closed down Mississippi Parkway just for our clients to be able to utilize. So just get off the roundabout, get on Mississippi Parkway, it starts at 11. I will say usually people get there early, so just make sure that you come. Um, you know, we, last month the problem we did have is that traffic backed up onto the roundabout, so we did have to ask a couple of people to leave and come back, but we're going to work through that so no one feels like they're um, being asked to leave. Yeah.
1: Well, it just tells you how great the need still is. For
2: sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. yeah. I think um, you know, a lot of people assume that um, eating healthy costs a lot of money, but when you're able to utilize these services, like our produce pop-up or even the local food shelf, you're able to get a lot of those healthier foods at, um, you know, no cost to you in these cases, and you can start incorporating those healthy foods into your to your meals. And
0: that's what it's really all about, is getting the healthy right. foods to people. Very good.
2: Right. Exactly.
0: Okay. Now, recently you guys helped out with the Fishing for Masks campaign at Essentia Health. And do I understand you had uh, quite the showing of giving?
2: (laughs) I am so proud of this community. And I feel like I'm a broken record. But genuinely, like when you put out an ask, Essentia, we've done blood drives. They filled up immediately. We put out this ask for uh, masks. And then we partnered with Cayuna Regional Medical Center, and we put out a pretty large ask of 5,000 masks wow. that we were we were wanting in the community so that we could give those to our workers, we could give those to patients, to visitors, and we just totally surpassed it. So, like, a heartfelt, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> um, there were people who, you know, spent many, many hours making masks, organizations that were able to contribute masks that they had purchased, and just... It's just one of those things when you, in a community that we live in like this, when you put out and ask for something, people just want to help, and yeah. they do. They show that support.
0: Do you wow. have any idea how many masks did come in? I know you had the goal of 5,000, but do you know how many you you did obtain?
2: I don't know that. That's a great question. All I know is I got the email saying, "Woohoo! we got <laughs> our 5,000 masks.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and, That's well, fantastic. I'll ask, do they still continue to come in at this yes,
2: point? and... Obviously, if anyone out there is listening and they want to continue giving masks, we will continue taking those. Yeah.
0: Okay, and again, we drop those off at Essentia Health St. Joseph's Medical Center, back by, by the emergency area. Is that correct? Yep. And then you're over correct. at CRMC, I think they have a bin if, if it's still outdoors of their main entrance. Otherwise, you can always call either facility. But
2: exactly. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you for that.
1: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, what are some of the other things you're working on, Kelsey?
2: Yeah, so, you know, I guess a good tie-in is these masks, the need for it came up with the COVID-19 pandemic. And for a lot of us, uh, when the pandemic did hit, it left us feeling like we weren't prepared. So we just continue to encourage people to think through, you know, with this pandemic, but if there is another emergency or another pandemic or whatever in the future, what are some things you can do so you do feel prepared? And some of that's just, you know, we know that, uh, people that have underlying health issues are susceptible to COVID-19 and it being a more severe case. So mm-hmm. how can you make sure that you're doing good habits uh, to prepare for if there is something that comes up like that? Eating well, exercising, reframing from tobacco use. Uh, also, having two weeks of your necessities in case you do need to quarantine at home for two weeks or... You know what are those necessities that you do need you know the water, the healthy food, frozen vegetables and fruit, canned food, things that have a longer shelf life mm-hmm. uh toilet paper, <laughs> 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 but also you know being um being a good steward and knowing that you don't have to get everything just enough to sustain you for that two weeks
0: mm-hmm.
2: um you know, and other things like an advanced care directive. And I think that um, a lot of people have been able to utilize that service thinking through the pandemic. And all an advanced care directive is is coming up with a plan and having it on file with your primary care physician. So if there is a case where you're not able to verbalize uh, your wishes in a medical um, medical way, you know, like what potentially your end-of-life care would look like, you have it in writing so that your primary care physician can uphold your wishes. Um, Also, you know, like... This is a great thing even for me. What's my emergency contact list? Like, who am I going to call if I do get sick or, you know, like if I am in the hospital, who's going to take care of my dog? You know, just simple things thinking through who can you depend on Mm -hmm. if you're in a situation where, you know, you are sick or you're in the hospital for an extended amount of time.
0: Right. And it's kind of hard. You know, it's these aren't easy subjects to to think about, you know, when you're feeling fine and you're doing okay, but you just never know. The stories are, are not are not good.
2: Yeah, I think, um, you know, just like my personal <laughs> story, you know, when my grandmother passed away, knowing what her last wishes were for her care and um, also, like, you know, planning even further than that, it just, it eased a lot of that feeling, like, what would she want? Yeah. Oh, wow. You know, and I feel, even personally, I'm, I'm not even, you know, to an age where I have to start thinking about that because I hope, you know, I have many, many years left, but it's even a good idea for me to have an advanced mm-hmm. care directive on file to There's just, there's a lot of things that could happen and alleviate some of that stress for the people in my life and my family so that they know, you know, this is my wishes. It's just a great thing to think about. And they are really uncomfortable conversations to have.
1: But necessary
2: very necessary. And
1: if I'm not mistaken, some people might think, well, then I have to uh, go hire a lawyer and get this done. But that's not true. I I know there are basic advanced health care directive, if you will, forms that one can fill out. Am I correct on that?
2: Yeah, you can fill them out completely yourself. Um, We have the advanced care directives. And if you uh, look for information on Crow Wing Energize, we can also give you um, envelopes that you can just, directly mail. So it's at no cost to you. Right. So, they're yeah, they're very easy to fill out. We already have all of the language that's needed. Excellent. Yeah. And Hmm. then I guess, you know, one of the last things I wanted to to mention is, um, if you're aware, there's all of these monthly themes, and then the the themes that we like, like Donut Day, but there's also, you know, (laughs) June is Men's Health Month, and then July is Childhood Obesity Month. So, you know, while we're thinking about these themes, like, how can we incorporate some of that into our daily life? Um, I was talking with somebody the other day about, you know, we learn a lot of our health behaviors at a really young age. And it's even harder as we've had these health behaviors around one, two years old of food that you like, food you enjoy, and how you relate to food and exercise and even mental health Um you know, it's harder for us to reverse some of those habits as we get older. So, you know, by being a good role model within your family unit, um, what good habits are so that, you know, you're growing up, but you're not um, getting to a point in your life where you're 40, 50 years old and you're trying to relearn ways to eat, what a healthy plate looks like, how to exercise, how to get that recommended 30 to 60 minutes of exercise a day. Yeah. Yeah. You know, So I grew up in Tennessee. I know you can't tell from my accent, but (laughs) I I should throw out some y'alls. But uh, (laughs) I grew up in Tennessee where, you know, a lot of our vegetables were fried. And, um, you know, I I look back at a lot of the meals I had when I was younger, and they're very sentimental to me, and they hold a lot of memories. So I do crave some of those foods that aren't necessarily healthy because I have such an emotional connection to them. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, how can you create those healthy memories and those healthy habits in your family unit? And, you know, for men, you can, like, try in, but men have a really hard time um, seeking out help. And, you know, if that, you know, physical health, mental health, there's this uh, stigma that our men are facing where it's like, be tough, like, pull yourself up by your bootstrap and... Um you know as a as an adult male in your family unit as a father a uh, grandfather as a cousin a brother, whatever that is, to be able to show that it's okay to ask for help and it's okay to go to the doctor and it's okay to go see a therapist, whatever the fake it or whatever the case is, you know, like that's very strong, and it's gonna have a lot of ripple effect,
0: yeah,
1: yeah, absolutely. Even some of the basic things that men need to uh, do as they age, and I think we all know what I'm talking about. Uh, <laughs> there are so many guys that I, mm-hmm. I know that, oh, I don't want to do that. That's just, uh, uh, pff, I'm, you know, and they make every excuse. I don't have the any war. symptoms. I'm fine. and yes. like think, Yeah. And, and the bottom line is it, the procedures have become so uh, easy to do now, easy to go through. Just mm-hmm. go get these things taken care of. And it's for your own health, because as we've talked about many, many times before, anything caught early, you're gonna be fine, but if you don't catch it, now you're gonna be in trouble
0: now it's gonna cause problems yeah
2: exactly
1: yeah yeah and and the childhood obesity i I've always said that's one of those things that as parents, we really have to steer that ship at an early age,
2: don't we? Oh, for sure, yeah and you know i am I'm an aunt now, so I have a, a niece who's a year a year and four months and I see some of those habits that, you know, my parents gave on to me, like with the Cheetos and Mm -hmm. sweet tea and, um, you know, and I see that she, if it continues, she's going to have these problems when she gets to an age where she's at an, um, in an age where she can pick what food she wants. Those foods are going to be comforting to her. So she's going to gravitate towards the junk food or the soda or whatever that is. And that just sets up her for failure. Right. Um, and it's just it's it's really hard <laughs> to navigate some of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, um, we are very fortunate that we have um, we've been able to do virtual National Diabetes Prevention Program classes, and we talk about this as adults, like how do we try to circumvent and change what we've been. Learn or what we've learned for mm-hmm. 30, 40, 50 years, and it's really hard, but if we set those healthy behaviors up from the very beginning, where we have good relationships with vegetables and fruit, and that just becomes the norm, that's mm-hmm. how your child grows up, too. And, you know, good great example, get out and be active with your kids. If your, your children want to go play soccer, get out in the field with them. Yep. You know, encourage physical activity in a very, like, um in a very positive way.
0: Yeah yeah, and you know, and, and just take because, away the electronic device. <laughs> <laughs>
2: you said it not me.
0: <laughs> I'd say it daily. I'm taking this away. I'm taking this away. but yeah, it's it's not easy. And plus, you know with the with the closing of schools early and the, you know, homeschooling home learning, that kind of thing. The kids have been home longer now, and, you know, they want the snacks, and they're hungry, and if they get bored, it's like, I'm going to eat something, and it is very hard sometimes to just throw a fruit roll up at them and, you know, say, okay, go, but, um, you know, I've talked to some parents who are like, instead of putting the junk food, you know, we kind of have that hidden where they don't know where it is, and instead they have a bowl of fruit sitting on the counter, and here's the deal, if you, if you feel you're hungry, you eat the bowl of fruit and, you know, something from the bowl of fruit instead of um, from the pantry, if you know what I'm saying, so... There's just little things. It is hard, and, you know, as a parent, it's, you know, it's difficult, but we got to do that. It's our responsibility. Kelsey?
2: Oh, I'm sorry. I was
1: just going to ask, do you have some uh, practical tips for parents on your website that we can kind of peruse, if you will?
2: We do. So if you go to crowingenergized.org, there's actually a whole resource page that's dealing with the months. Uh, we have free resources and there's a whole topic on just for kids. And then there's also COVID nineteen resources. So, you know, like how to talk to your child about um, you know, COVID nineteen and but other practical things. But, you know, talking about the um, talking about the technology, building in some of those active um, exercises that are fun for kids like we have some on here vegetable songs or like there's a frozen yoga so kids can watch and listen to songs that they love from frozen while doing yoga or shake yep. your sillies out brain break like incorporating some of those things to, to say that kids are going to be technology free Probably isn't going to happen, but incorporating some no. those, some of those in that get them up and get them moving while they're engaged with technology. So yeah, there's tons of resources on our website.
0: I'm loving that. I'm going to that website when we're done here. <laughs> <laughs> Thank Good. you for that. <laughs>
1: and again, it's crowingenergized.org.
0: You got it. <laughs> awesome
1: well kelsey we are running out of time but we want to say thank you so much for being with us here today to talk about these important subjects and and again we'll remind folks uh, for a wealth of good information go to dot org. thank you guys again take care kelsey thank you right, kelsey stultz is the community health specialist with crowing energized i'm ken thomas along with tess taylor That's today's edition of Community Focus. Our Community Focus programs are available anytime on our website. You just go to 1067wjjy.com, and that's brought to you by Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union.
0: And you can also listen through our free downloadable app, powered by the Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.